0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Trampled Bet Podcast. Welcome back for the 2023 twenty twenty three twenty twenty four season and season six of this fine podcast. Six years. We've been doing this on the regular um, And this obviously is the first week of the 2023-2024 season Saturday, August 12th, 2023 I'm your host, Andy Vaughn And with me, as always, is Gordo Hello! How are you doing, Andy? Very well, how are you, mate? I'm excellent, I'm excellent Especially after last week's results Yeah, we've, we've kept the show rolling over summer On Patreon for all our Patreon subscribers And we have had a very good summer I think is fair to say, especially the last three weeks. I think yes. uh, I've gone, we've kept the kept the normal sort of format that you're used to here on the main show. And I've gone four of four, three of four, three of four in the last three weeks and heftily boosted my balance. I'm coming into the 23-24 season with a, a very healthy sports book. So That's quite it's, nice.
2: That's a good start. I think I was three of four, three of four, three of four. The last for the last things that was previous a previous week to that though <laughs> zero four so there was a good good way of working on it since then.
1: Well, and we synced up really well as well because I think two weeks ago we both missed our value, so all the others came in if you combined them, and then last week we both missed our outsider. But everything else has been absolute gravy. And talking about good results recently, yeah. our co-host for this week to start the season is Mr. Dave Greenfield. How are you, Dave?
0: Yeah, not bad. Thanks, guys. Good to be back. Enjoyed a little summer break. Uh, yeah, good to be of, course, of course.
1: Of course, the, the lower leagues in the UK, both in England and Scotland, started last weekend. And that you is. put, was it a five fold in the group, Dave? The Facebook group?
0: Yeah, it was a five fold. And then I I, I said, I, I thought MK Dons were overpriced at Wrexham. And I went and obviously beat Wrexham as well. So, so you were six for six on the yeah. Facebook group last weekend, <laughs>
1: which combined to something like 100 to 1, 100 plus to 1. And I know several of the, the members of that Facebook group were on that. So they will also be starting the 23-24 <laughs> season with a very healthy sportsbook balance. Uh, thanks to you. So hey, if you're a patron and a, a Facebook group member and you've been on the little run that we've been on, you're starting this season very healthily. And hopefully we can grow on that.
2: I mean, oh, twelve yeah, is, is what aim. we want. We want. We want to hit twelve. We're still at eleven. Sorry, ten of eleven is our best with a cancelled game in there. So,
1: yeah, let's just beat it. One day, one day the mega will happen. Um, I don't know. We can we can quickly recap on on last week's result. Albeit there wasn't a uh, last week's podcast. Um, I've been very active in the Japanese league, which obviously runs completely differently. Um, sort of runs with calendar year. so uh we're, we're reasonably far into that so that is good uh so a lot of japanese games for me over the summer and also the danish league started about a month ago so i've been active in there as well where a lot of the good results have been coming from my banker last week was copenhagen at home to randers in the danish superliga uh paid out after 23 minutes and what ended up a, a 4-0 win for copenhagen in odds of 1-3 to so pretty good banker wise
2: uh i had a really similar pick and uh similar result uh, it was elsborg versus Sirius elsborg scored in the second minute or the third minute and then uh, won the game 1-0 so they were st- they were 1-3 not, not much trouble Sirius didn't have many chances Like it wasn't like 1-0 and they were up against the wall it was like 1-0 and they really should have been 2 or 3 but yeah 1-0 win 1-3
1: on to the value picks then in Denmark again for me, this time on Sunday for the 5pm. Norgeland at home to Brøndby went with a Norgeland home win at just under evens 10 to 11. And they won the game 3 1, which gave us an early payout after 80 minutes. They were 1 0 down at half time, uh, but then just decided to turn it on and win the game, which they did in style.
2: Nice one. Uh, I had hearts away at St Johnson. It's actually a lot to do with Bruce posting in the group about how um, they hadn't won at St. um M- 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 McDermott Parks for like 11 or 12 years. Uh, That's St Johnston
1: came- hadn't won at McDermott yeah, Park against Johnson Hearts. St
2: Johnston sorry, against yeah. Hearts. Uh, Hearts won this game 2-0 with the latest ever uh, early payout. They scored in six minutes extra time. They scored 95-58. So that was paid out two seconds to go. Um, which, which was nice. The referee didn't even restart it. They just, just pay- done just the game. It's like, go, great celebration and we're done. Um, so yeah, Value double landed again.
1: So banker and value double, which um, because there was only two of us instead of, instead of three uh, people meant I just combined all four uh, around six and a half to one. Lovely, lovely little winner in there. Outsider wise, I was close. Didn't get it in. I was in Japan for my outsider. The Urua Red Diamonds against the Yokohama F Marinos and what was actually a really good game of football, but very tight game of football Uh, took Yokohama away at 19 to 10. The game finished nil nil. So it was one of those that if you were following on Flash Score, you would get one alert right at the end. How I mean, like it. Not I've, very
2: much. It's it's nice to be able to review this pick because you were roundly told that this game, I mean, if only there was round, a, roundly
1: by you. Just just
2: you. Who's
1: been hitting but outsiders,
2: like, who's been hitting outsiders quite comfortably recently. So I really how'd yours get on? <laughs> Until this week um, <laughs> no, we had, I, I thought Andy's game would be a draw It did end up a draw it, It's it. It just Urwa you know, are just the bad team to back against We've we've covered this It's nice to start the season as we left off um, bad, bad to bad to back Bad to back
1: against Yeah, just, there was a yeah. button you
2: could press for A happy medium that's generally about 3-1 um, My outsider In here also didn't come in which is fine And um, in this one because Andy's hadn't as well. It might be St Gallen versus Luzerne. Uh, I thought the game would be a draw. Luzerne were the favourite here uh, at 10-11. to, at 10 to 11. Um, they were, They're were they a better team at the moment than St Gallen. Um, 2-1 to St Gallen, the, the result was here. Um, relatively close game. Luzerne took the lead back to one each. There wasn't enough time between one each and two to one to give me any kind of sweat on this one because uh, I had taken the draw as well as taking the, the Yokohama win. Um, but yeah, so no outsider for me this week uh, no and trust. the only blot on the
1: copybook. Just no no trust at all. Season Rightly six, so. no trust at all. Rightly babe. so. What is, what is that all about? Oh, and, and we kept the charity events running uh, over the summer too, so it was a charity double at the weekend. My selection was my own team, uh, Dundee United, who were away at Arbroath to start the season and were even money and they just shouldn't be even money against a team like our bro like Our team on paper this year is, is good. Jim Goodwin's really he's put a spine into a team that had no spine. Um both in terms of position, i.e. up the middle of the pitch, but also in terms of attitude. Like that was always what we were lacking. Someone's people that would get stuck in um and show a bit of something about them. We won the game four 0 We're four 0 up at half time. So there's no early payout in the championship. But Um, I was pretty confident at halftime being 4-0 up that 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 was sailing in so an even money winner in in the charity selection I'll just point out as well we've got a new striker Louis Moult from Motherwell one goal and three assists pretty good for your your first competitive game like in the league uh, for your new team
2: yeah guy just does it in the Scottish Championship doesn't he Wonderful, like just like Shanklin was for error uh, for United as well at that point. Like, just, if
1: you're going to get yeah. Dundee United against anyone in that league, even money or better, you should you should take it. Just going to put that out there right now.
2: I got them over evens. Uh, yeah, so eleven to ten they went off when I just before the game um, mm-hmm. on the Friday night. So that rounded out well. So rounded out the week for me was Viking uh, at home to Bodo slash Glimt. Uh, they won this game 3-2. Early paid out in about nine minutes. They were 2-0 oh, two two up.
1: up in nine minutes. Wonderful. Great, Seven if you Run on 3-6-5. They went off that. Uh,
2: this very nearly didn't happen. They had a goal. Uh, Bodo, it was a 3-2 win for Viking. Bodo scored in the 94th minute. And I uh, got the notification for the goal. And then you generally get a second notification for the updated goal scorer. Uh, and it was taking a while. And I was like, oh, this is, like, I wonder like, what's happening. Vardov! Exactly the kind of notification we're looking for. 3-2 Viking win. 74 charity bet landed.
1: Brilliant. Uh, saving all our Patreon members that were using William Hill or Skybet or Paddy's. Still yes. giving them a winning return there. Because while I was paid out after nine minutes and the charity had their money. Oof. Yeah, everyone um, else
2: had a bit of a sweat. but
1: They know, had a sweat when it went to each. And then, uh, yeah, absolutely. So... As Gordon says, that's uh, Charity Double landed. Tenor on that returned fifty-five pounds. Uh that I'll post the screenshots donation to the Thin Blue Paw Foundation, which is where I like to put my charity money to retired police dogs um to pay for medical care or just make sure that they have a, a good life um after after their working days are done. Um and that followed hitting the charity double the week before Gordon. Uh, if, yes. you, if you want to tell us a little bit about where the money went there, it, was yeah, that, it that, wasn't as big. A no, it was, twi- it was it was twenty well it was twenty eight pounds forty six or
2: something, but the 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 judge generally just round it up to twenty nine quid. But yeah, that was um, that went to the dogs trust. You see the post on there. So the next one maybe won't be so dog themed, but um, between the two of us, but we do get to generally select um, with that. So yeah, hopefully more good causes this season. Um, and yeah, generally. Generally have a few. We we had a bit of a drought towards the end of last season, so it's nice to start this one coming in hot.
1: Made up for it, made up for it over summer, and we are coming in hot. As I say, uh, the Patreon runs all summer. Um so www.patreon.com forward slash trampled bet, uh, where we produce a lot of extra content. It costs about six pounds a month. Uh, so you get to give something back to the show, keep us healthy, keep us going is a going concern. Uh, but you also get a lot of extra stuff. So obviously over the summer, um, there, there were weekly weekly podcasts for myself and Gordo. Uh, Joey got involved with that as well as a regular co-host. Uh, we do podcasts specifically on Patreon for sporting events and other sports. So the golf majors all get one. The darts gets one. Um, Cheltenham Festival. Uh, really anything that we think uh, we have something valuable to say when it comes to sports betting around the the larger sporting events. Uh, you get this podcast released early, so as soon as we finish recording it as a video podcast, so you get to see us all as well. Um, you get the middle section, which is coming up, which is if there are any extra picks that we were thinking about for the weekend ahead that didn't quite make the show's format. We mentioned them in there for Patreon members only. Um, and you also get the cheat sheet, so all the picks from the week written down in a handy cheat sheet format. You can just pull up on your phone app, so you don't need to take notes or remember uh, which of the picks we mentioned that, that you like and want to include in your own weekend bets. So plenty going on on Patreon. Um, we're pretty healthy there just now. We've grown over the summer, which is wonderful. So if you fancy joining that, patreon.com forward slash tramplebet or just download the Patreon app and you can sign up there. We also have a very active Facebook group, guys, free to join. If you're not already a member of Trample Bet on Facebook, just just search for us, Trample Bet Podcast. You'll find us. Uh, Bruce Much has been... Tailing it up when it comes to his golf tips and tournament previews, uh, hitting another winner last week in Lucas Glover at eighty to one.
0: Ridiculous!
1: Tremendous!
2: After hitting one hundred and twenty-five to one shot like
1: three weeks prior, <clears throat> he also got the Open winner as well. Like, yeah. so he—he he, I don't know if he's got a sports almanac somewhere like Back to the Future. Yeah, just
2: the golf pages, though. Yeah, like, just the just <laughs> the
1: golf pages that he's using. But he has been fantastic, and and he posts these write-ups just on the Facebook group. So definitely become a member there and, and and have a look at what he's got to say. Michael Stokes has been going strong with his rugby tips over the summer and now getting back into football, obviously a big Spurs fan. And it's lying on the Speedway, Eddie Friel on the tennis and of course uh, our regular contributors, Matt household Jamie Hutchinson, Callum Hodger, Peter Glover starting to post again with the emergence of the new football season. Um, and finally, I guess I'll, I'll just mention, I've posted it on the Facebook group, uh, podcast friend and uh, Comedian, avid Watford fan Eddie Brimson has a new po- podcast out called "Through Wind, Rain, and Snow," uh, which is just for enjoyment. There's no, there's no gambling aspect to this. Uh, but he's he's a massive football fan, and with his job as a comedian, he goes round the round the country, ending up in different towns every week, and also takes in as for a local game. So he'll have people on that. It wouldn't surprise me, Dave, if you featured on that show as a guest yeah. one week. I'll probably do the same, uh, talking about football experiences throughout the UK and worldwide in the lower leagues Uh, so lots of funny good content there as well so if you fancy another podcast to listen to it's called Through Wind, Rain and Snow hosted by Eddie Brimson okay let's uh, let's head to the middle section for Patreon let's head to our short ad break uh, for those on the Sports Social Podcast Network and we'll see you all after this break for next week's picks well this week's picks the first picks of the 2023-24 season season 6 episode one for us cheers Welcome back, and now on to this week's picks for the weekend of Saturday, August 12th, 2023. Same format as usual for those of you that are new to the podcast. Uh, We give a variety of different styles of picks. A banker pick, which is something we think pretty much nailed on to happen, and the odds usually reflect that. A value pick, this tends to be something around even money, where we think the team's got a really good chance of winning, usually better than the odds suggest. An outsider pick, so something that the bookies have priced up as an underdog um, that we think has a really good chance of coming in. And then we round it all off with a pick from each of us on the show that we combine uh, as an accumulator, put £10 of our own money on it, and anything that we get back goes to charity that we announce on the next show. As I say, we're uh, on two for two in our last two weeks of charity picks, so it would be lovely to make that three for three. Okay, guys, let's start with those banker bets then. Um, And I think I'm probably starting the week chronologically as well. Friday at 6pm in the Danish Superliga for my pick, where last season's champions FC Copenhagen, who have been brilliant this season, they're off to a perfect start. They've won their opening three league fixtures. I think they'll make it four out of four at home against Odense at odds of 9 to 20, so just under 1 to 2. They played Randers at home last week, crushed them 4-0. They now play Odense, and that's a team that played Randers the week before at home and drew two each. So just taking that sort of commonality of facing the same opposition, one of them won 4-0, the other drew 2 all. That tells you something. Odense also lost uh, last weekend at home to Viborg. Uh, not a good result for them. They're just not at the same level as FC Copenhagen. Copenhagen have won eleven of their last thirteen matches across all competitions and friendlies. Around one or two at home is a great, a great price for them here against an Odense team that aren't up to much at all. So, my banker, hopefully, a nice early one and one in the bag on Friday night. FC Copenhagen to win at home to Odense. Yeah,
2: you've been good Denmark so far. So uh, let's let's see it continue. Um, I'm not very far away from my pick. Uh, this is Sweden, the Super Etan. So that's the Swedish second division. And I'm going to take Utsikten, uh, who are top of the league, 39 points from 17 games to get a result against Lanskrona. So um, that's that's the double chance there. Draw or uh, draw or win for the home team. Um, they're, they've been great this year. Uh, yeah, top of the league, 39 from 17, playing against eighth place Lanskrona. They've taken 21 points from 17 games key point here is um they concede less than a goal a game they've conceded 12 goals this entire season they've played 17 games that's, that's, that's quite an achievement in there. the second part of it is that historically the the thing the, the games between these fixtures went but are at home uh, they've never lost there's been there's been three draws there's been two home wins and three draws prior to that i just think banker this week was probably a bit tougher than than some of the other times here. I don't want to touch the Premier League. Looked at Brighton, thought, ah, there's a possibility with them Luton, but this is Luton's first you, sometimes you get these mad results on day one when it comes to teams that have been promoted. Um but yeah so I'm going to take the, the double chance there so that seek to draw or win against Lance Krona and you'll get that at one to four. So not 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 terribly large price but that's what bankers are all about. So Dave, would you like to start our first guest, first first of the season, first banker, even though last week yeah. you hit six of them. Um, yes. So what you got? Uh,
0: I'm actually not too far away from you guys as well. Uh, mine's in, uh, in Holland in the Diverso. Nice. It's, it's Saturday at 3.30 and it's uh, PSV against Utrecht and uh, I'll type PSV at 3 to 10. Obviously it's opening weekend, but. PSV finished second last year behind Feyenoord and Utrecht uh, didn't do too badly they finished seventh but um, you know, P- PSV had the best home record in the Dutch league last year uh, they've just been Feyenoord in the Dutch Super Cup 1-0 last week and actually they haven't lost a competitive game since uh, they lost to Seville which was uh, 16th of Feb the start of the year so not exactly in bad shape uh, the one in Europe last night as well um, yeah, you've got they're unbeaten against uh Utrecht since 2019 as well. And the, the last two games they've played at the Phillips Stadium, PSV have won 6 1 and 4 1. So, uh, right. yeah, we'll be having some more of that. But you yeah, know, they've lost uh Xavier Simmons, PSV was top scorer in the Dutch league la- last year, he's gone to PSG, which isn't awkward at all, is it? <laughs> yeah. PSG to PSG. But uh, yeah, they've, they've brought in uh, Noah Lang, uh, who's a very good player, and, and Ricardo Pepe, uh, who scored uh, 10 goals for a, a relegated Grunin side last year. Um, and they've got Luke de Jong, who got 14 last season. He he two last night in Europe. So I just think PSV will be too strong for him here.
1: Sounds yeah. good, especially the recent head-to-heads. Um, you, you can't argue with that, despite it being an opening day fixture. Home team as well, so love it. So there's a banker treble then, if you fancy putting them all together. So it's wins for FC Copenhagen against Odense, the Sitkins or draw in their game against Landskrona, and a win for PSV against FC Utrecht. And the treble comes out just shy of one and a half to one, so one point four seven to one, and that would be a lovely start. On to the value picks then. I'm staying in Denmark for my value pick. This game's Sunday at 1pm UK time for Randers against FC Norgeland. And the away win here for Norgeland is just shy of even money, so 10-11. to uh, Norgeland, very much like Copenhagen, another team that have started off the Super League really well. They've taken a maximum of nine points from their first three matches and they've really done it in style. They won 4-1 at home to Viborg. Uh, I had them as my value that week. They then won 3-1 away at Aarhus, where I had them as my outsider. And last week, they won 3-1 at home to local rivals, Brondby, where, once again, they were my value pick. So they've been doing very well for me, and I'm going to stick with them. I really like them here against the Randers team that struggled at the beginning of this season. They've drawn twice. They drew two each away at Odense, And as we've just said, they're Copenhagen's opponents this weekend. They're not up to much. And they also drew two each at home to newly promoted Hedovra, not a good result at all, and then last weekend they get scudded 4 0 by Copenhagen. So Randers struggling, Norgeland high flying. These clubs, bit of a class apart this season, certainly in their form and how they've started. So, around even money for an away win is excellent value. And Norgeland are my value pick for this week.
2: Cool. Um, still, these fixtures are all going to be really close for a while in this one. Um, Sweden. For me again, um, Al Svenskan this time, so 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 top division, uh, and I'm taking top of the league Elsborg, to beat Hammerby uh, away from home. So Elsborg have been fab this season; they've taken 42 points from 18 games. They're top of the league against the Hammerby team, who have taken 25 points from their 18. They sit in eighth. Both teams playing in Europe this season. Both teams eliminated uh, at the last round. Harvey uh, having two days less rest than than Elfsborg here, and um, if you look at the statistics on these games, if you look at Harvey's home form, they're very good at home. Um, so it might not naturally be a taste, a, trait, a might not naturally be a time to take uh, Elfsborg in here. However, the reverse fixture was played about six weeks ago at Elfsborg. They won two Um Elfsborg had way less of the ball in this game, so they they sat in and beat them at home. I can see them doing the exact same thing away from home and also getting a result. They'd like 30, 35% possession generated like three times the amount of XG. bringing it back for this season, Dave. Um the uh, the generated three times the amount of XG in here. They're top of the league. They've got 20 uh, they've got 17 more points in than Hammerby do. I think 65 is quite an enticing price to take them at. So I'll be taking Elsborg away at Hammerby this is on Sunday at half past uh, half past four. And yeah, you will get them over even money.
0: Dave, what you got? I love XG, by the way. You can learn a lot from XG, and that's not even a joke. I do actually like it. Who was so, it was complaining uh, about XG last Jerome. season? Jerome, it, Jerome it. hates yeah. Eats
2: it. Yeah, I, I love XG here. That's, yeah, no, this
0: is go. it. That's fine then.
2: Okay, I, we're, we're, I'm in safe XG <laughs> hands with Dave here.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, I'm very close to you guys. Uh, mine uh, value is Saturday at 3pm and it's Gillingham against Accrington oh right like, beside it yeah here we go just, uh, he's back in the zone yeah I'm going to attack Gillingham who uh, I think they've gone to it There were 8-7 to seven yesterday but uh, I think I've had a look today they're the back at Evens so because they won last another bit Southampton in the cup last night <laughs> did Southampton have a full team out or was it no it was nah. half a team well Still a decent team, but yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but both teams won on the opening day. Uh, of Aki beat Newport three 0 Uh, Gillingham had a really impressive away victory. They bit stopped Stockport one 0 Uh, Gillingham finished seventeenth last year in League Two, uh, but they were in trouble until they had a, like a mid-season takeover. American guy put a bit of money in, and you know Neil Harris got some good players in. He's a good manager for. League 2 level, got him out of trouble. Great finish to last season. Um, a lot of people expect them to go very well this year. think they'll be up there challenging for automatic. If, if not, definitely playoffs. Um, Aki, obviously, relegated from League 1 last year. Again, Gillingham had made some good signings again. again. Uh, Shadrach Ogi from Latin Orient and uh, Connor Masterson from QPR, both both good defenders for this league also signed uh, Johnny Williams from Swindon, who, on his day, Welsh international. It, it, if he can keep fit, he's a good player, he's a good skillful player. But yeah, he's had a few problems with injuries. But Gillingham we're looking to get off to a good start at home here in front of their uh, own crowd. And again, another team with a good record that they haven't lost to Aki, am sorry, they've lost one game to Aki since 2012. So yeah. Another good record, log like sign. Good result in the cup last night as well, and I think they're going to do well this season, Gillingham.
2: Sounds great, mate. Yeah,
0: good. Good to have you
2: back as well. Love, love, love when you get into leagues where I'm like, this game's played every week, like this exact <laughs> game. But yeah, it's it's fab. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, uh, some of those new signings make a difference for us in the value slot.
1: Awesome. And all early payout leagues as well, straight up there in the 1x2 market. So the value picks this week to recap are wins for FC Norgeland Elfsborg, and Gillingham. And if you combine them all as a treble, um, you'd get odds of just over eight to one. So pretty tasty indeed. On to the outsiders then. So this is where we we scour the books for something that the bookies have priced up as an underdog and we think actually has a reasonably decent chance of coming in. So if you like those longer odd shots, this is the section for you. Last year, this was by far our most profitable section. Um, Gordon spe- especially, hitting some really big outsider picks in there on the regular. So my outsider this week, I'm staying in the Danish Superliga. So my three main picks for the show this week are all from the Superliga in Denmark. This game's Sunday at 3pm for Brøndby versus Lingby. Um, again, we're only three games into the Superliga season, but I have not been impressed with Brond Bay so far at all. They beat Silkeborg 2-1 on opening day, but followed that with a home loss to Odensee. Um And then they threw away a first half lead again to lose 3-1 at Norgeland last week. Lingby have done reasonably well, considering the strength of schedule that they've had has been off the charts. Like They've had a hard fixture list to start the season they were beat 2 1 by Copenhagen. They got a really hard fought two each draw away at Viborg. And then they beat Micheland 4 1 last week, which is a, a tremendous result for them. You're getting the away side Lingby here at 3 1, which I think is a is a huge price. Um I wouldn't be interested in them if they were like seven to four. Like I would be absolutely not touching them. Mm-hmm. But considering you're getting three to one here, which is enormous. Um, they're they're better than a three to one shot in this spot for sure. So they're going to be my outsider, a speculative outsider this week at quite a big price. Um, so a win for Lingby.
2: Bear, bear. I am committing a cardinal sin in my outsider here by selecting Viking away at Ljubljana at the paltry odds of nineteen to ten. That, is a, good, that is a that is that is, under, good. is an underdog price. It is an
0: underdog.
2: It's good. I consider it the equivalent of, I don't know, it's just frowned upon in my eyes when it comes by to By you
1: and no one else. <laughs> I
2: know, but I looked at all the outsiders this weekend, so there were some other ones that I had in there that I thought, that's got a good shot. This by far has the best chance out of the bunch here, so I'd like to start strong here. And worth pointing out that a couple of weeks ago, I hit a 6-1 to one shot. That actually went off at 8-1 in the outsider slot, and it got EP'd. So um, we were in the early payout zone for that. But, Yeah, I'm taking Viking away at Lilstrom here. Viking have been fab over the last five, over the last 10 games. Uh, They've taken 24 points from the last 10 games. They've taken 15 from the last five. They've been fab. Beat Bodo last week, 3-2, who are top of the league. Bodo coming off a European game, but still were were no match for Viking in there. Um, You look at these two teams and you look at the strength that... um, that Viking have here, and it looks like a really, really good shot for them um, to, to win this game. Uh, Leilstrom's last few games, they lost to Tromso and they lost to Hagasund. Hagasund are right down the bottom of the league here. You can see them. They're almost the think, second worst overall. Um, yeah, and the, over the last 10 games, they, they've had a crap run of form, with the exception of the win that they've got there. They've uh, they've picked up some points to get themselves out of the, the bottom three after last week, uh, taking, taking three... Uh, and leaving the joints, there's a whole bunch of teams on 16 points right about the relegation. So in their win last week, uh, got them up to 18. I just really think that Viking are going to be able to uh, get a result in this game. Um, their historical form between the two teams sees Viking taking uh, Viking taking the last game, uh, a draw in the game before that, and Lielstrom taking the game before that. Um you'll have, out of the last five games they've played, you'll have three Viking wins in there, one Lilstrump and one draw, so that the, the the strength of previous fixtures suggest that Viking have, have got a bit of something over them here. I just think that Viking are a good shout in this slot, but yeah, it, it, it hurts a little bit to be taking this at 19, 19 to 10 here, but I'd like to think that Bet365 uh, will receive some money on Leelstrom maybe before the end of the week and get me to that two to one mark where I'm, where I'm happy to sit at. So I'll be taking Viking away at Leelstrom uh, and you'll get that in 19 to 10. Dave, where are you? What you
0: got? Uh, I'm in League One again, Saturday 3pm. And uh, a local Derby here. And it's Burton against Derby. And a uh, lot like the home side, so Burton. They were three to one. Um, both sides lost on the opening day of the season. Uh, Burton lost away to Blackpool 2 0. No shame in that. And, uh, Derby got beat at home uh, by Wigan 2 1. Uh, Burton finished 15th last season. As we know, Derby just missed out on the playoffs, so finished 7th. What I lot Burton is, I mean, we saw some highlights from the weekend, and Derby didn't look great at all. Uh, the, the slow on the ball. Uh, you got midfield. Like hands a good player, but you don't need to be doing the running in your midfield. No, so he don't, <laughs> don't, He's not your uh, he's not your midfield engine, is he? No, you want him to be picking the ball up and and it out. Yeah, but he was like like a box to box midfielder. He, he's never getting up and down the pitch. But you know, but, but and, uh, again, team that have made some decent signings of. Jamal Blackman in Golden, uh Rakeem Harper. Uh they'll just be looking to get off. Another team, with their first home game of the season. They'll be looking to get a, a good start. You know, for a Derby side that just didn't play very well last week. I'm quite happy to uh take Burn here at three to one.
1: See okay. Derby in the opening the opening game of the season. So that's that's quite a good selection of uh of picks there. I was going big, Dave, with the three to one shots, and then and then Gordo with with under two to one. Who would have thought it? New no, use these new ways. Um, so the outsiders then are wins for Lingby against Bronby, Viking against Lilstrom, and a home win for Burton Albion against Derby County. If you wanted to combine all of them together, forty-five point four to one. I will be taking them as a trixie. Uh So I just need two out of the three to come in to return a decent profit on the outsiders. Okay, gents, Uh, we're on a two-week winning streak on charity bets, albeit they were doubles. So we are upping the game and having a charity treble this week with the three of us on the show. Uh, The pick can come from absolutely anywhere in the world and there's absolutely no restriction on odds. So I am Saturday, 11am in the Japanese J1 League. You'll be able to watch this game on the J League's YouTube channel, which has been wonderful. Um, for watching Japanese football early Saturday and Sunday mornings. Koshiba Rezol versus Soretzo Osaka, and it's a reasonably big price here for an away win on Soretzo Osaka, which is 7-5, so hopefully that will boost the charity returns slightly. Sixth place for Soretto Ozaka, 35 points from 22 games, and they travel to the second bottom team, so 17th placed Kashiwa Reysol, who've only taken 17 points from 22 games. Ozaka are the sixth best away team uh, when you consider performances away from home in the league. They've picked up 16 points from 10 road games. Kashiwa, joint worst home performers in the league, only nine points at home this season, and that's from 11 home matches, so they don't do very well at home. In previous seasons, This game may have been a coin flip, but this year there's a golfing performance between these clubs. I'd very much have Sarets O'Zaka as the favourites, so 75 is a tremendous price, um, well over even money. So let's see if they can do the business for the charity. Sarets O'Zaka.
2: Sure. Okay. A bit, bit closer to home for for this game. Uh, for mine, I'm taking St Mirren at home to Dundee at just over even money. You can get them uh, 12 to 11. Oh, they've dropped on 365, just under even money now on, on 365. 10 to 11, you can get them there. Um, so yeah, I really like St Mirren at home to Dundee here. Historical form between the two teams sees quite a lot of close games, but a lot that St Mirren come out on top of. Um, out of the last five games, St Mirren have won three. They dispatched the Hibs last week uh, after we came out of a, a midweek cup game. So Reasonably,
1: then- luckily, we were listening to the end of that game on the way back from on the way back from baseball. I think and uh, yeah, St Mirren were two 0 up. Hibs brought it back to two all, and for all the world looked like if anyone was going to win this game, it was going to be Hibs. Uh, and St Mirren got a counter attack injury time winner. So a great result for them for sure. But
2: a great result for them, but I only needed them to be two 0 up.
1: Oh, true. <laughs> true <laughs> That's all,
2: all I'm requiring for the charity, but I, I think they'll they'll have more than a Dundee side that um yeah, I, I don't think are fantastic. They got one a one inch draw against
1: newly promoted Dundee side. So they're yeah. they're the new boys in the Scottish Premiership this year.
2: I, I mean, St. Manor have made some interesting signings uh, over the kind of summer as well with Olesanya. Uh, an English forward uh, that they signed. I think he was previously with Arbroath and um, like loaned back out by them. But before that, he was at Middlesbrough and scoring quite a few goals. Um, and then some of the teams that probably feature more in Dave's picks than mine, Billy Cray, Bishop Stratford and uh, AFC Wimbledon are other teams that he's played for. But, um, I mean, their midfield contains two internationals. Keanu Bacchus for Australia yeah. And uh, the other boy they've got is the New Zealand... He scored
1: against us, actually. It was a scored to Alex Grieve, uh, a New Zealand international as well. You've so got to be the, careful with that, because like, Dundee United, previously, we've had international goalies with the Japanese international goalkeeper. And then with last year, we had Mark Beregeti, who was a capped Australian international, and he probably cost us about 10 points last season. Uh, Backus is quite good, though, <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> as opposed to, and, and Alex Grieve scored last week. But yeah, their pre-season's been pretty good. Uh, they've won... They won four out of their last five games with only a blip against Montrose in there. Um, Dundee have been all right as well. I just think Sidney will probably th- th- have a bit too much for them. Might get, might win the game 1-0. Wouldn't be surprising me at all there. Um, with some very uninspiring football. First half goal and then I have to swear it for like 65 minutes. But uh, yeah, you'll get them around even money. Different bookmakers have priced them uh, above. The ones that we'll be using are 10-11 and 365. So it'll be me back in the charity this week.
1: I have absolutely no problem hoping Dundee lose of a weekend,
0: Gordon. So I'm all <laughs> aboard that pick. I
2: know you're. I know you're a keen beam for that to happen. So, uh, Dave, would you like to round out this week for us?
0: Yeah, I'm going to round us off uh, again Saturday 3 p.m. But I'm in the championship this time, and uh, it's Southampton against Norwich. And uh, I like Southampton at three to four. Uh, yeah, both teams with opening day wins. Southampton obviously got the season started last week on the Friday night, being Sheff wed 2 1. And uh, Norwich, they won 2 1 at home to Hall. As we know, Southampton relegated last season from the Prem, but they've got in Russell Martin as the manager from Swansea. Um, Always a lot of talk about Russell Martin at at lower level. He plays that like inverted, pressing style of football where you know, no one's really got a position, <laughs> they're all yeah. over everyone fits in everywhere. But um uh, if you look it's in the uh stats against Sheffield Wednesday, they had seventy-nine percent uh seventy-nine percent possession. Um uh, they also broke the championship record for first half completed passes and uh they attempted over nine hundred passes actually in the game. Oh shit. So, yeah, that, that tells you what kind of football uh, Russell Martin's gonna uh, be playing at Southampton. Um you know, Norwich Norwich finished thirteenth uh, last season in, in the champ under David Wagner. Not not too um inspiring to be honest. Uh, they've they've lost Puka, uh brought in Ashley Barnes from Burnley to replace him. But you know, Southampton, uh, they haven't lost uh, to Norwich at home since two thousand and eight. We know they've lost a few players. They lost Liveramento yesterday. Uh, they've lost Salisu to Monaco. Would I be surprised if they lose Ward Prowse, Lavia before the end? Lavia's finals. maybe out.
2: Yeah,
0: no, but at the moment they're still there. They're playing for the team. Ward Prowse got an assist think, last week. Um, you yeah, know they've still got players. I, like, I mean, Chay Adams might go, but they still got Chay Adams, Walker Peters. Alcaraz, Bella, Cochub, the keeper. Still mm-hmm. a very good championship squad. And if Lavia does go and Ward Price does go, the money they're going to put the money back into... Yeah, yeah back league. to the Premier League, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, be a good job for Martin here to get him back into the Premier League. And, yeah, I think they'll be looking for two wins out of two. Uh, and I do think they'll be able to get it.
2: Russell Martin, I'm sure, gives me and Andy the exact same thought, just like a man who's consistently played in some of the worst Scotland teams I've ever seen yeah. play football. <laughs> like, about 2012.
1: <laughs> just losing a hard the, like, time back then.
2: Drawing 0-0 with the USA. I- I'm fairly sure he featured in that game.
1: I was um, talking to my my friends, right, who have young kids now. I'm talking, like, under 10 years old, but they're starting to get really interested in going to Scotland games. And they just expect them to win every week. Because <laughs> that's what that's what they're used to in their very small sample size of recent results. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. You weren't there <laughs> like, early, early 2000s when it was an absolute slog. Don't get used to this. Um, but that's the charity treble for this week then. So it's wins for Saretsu, Osaka, St. Mirren and Southampton. And that works out in Bet365 just now at just under eight to one. So around 90 quid. For charity, should we get that in and make it free?
2: Me backing it this week because we got a winner and Andy backed it last.
1: That is correct. So, we tenor of Gordon's money, uh, and hopefully, he'll have 90 quid to announce going to a charity next weekend. So, that's it, gents. That is the show, the first episode of season six, the first for the 2023 2024 season. A good selection of games from around the world. Hoping to keep up our form. Um, from over the summer. Uh, Do join us on Facebook, everyone. We mentioned it earlier, but we have a very active Facebook group. Just search TrampleBet Podcast. Contribute your own thoughts. Tell us what you think about our picks. Tell us what you like for the weekend ahead and get involved in the conversation. And if you fancy giving something back to the show, do join us on patreon.com forward slash tramplebet. Um, and you get the whole load of extra stuff. You get this as the early release and you can also get the cheat sheet. So all the picks that we've just mentioned written down in a handy cheat sheet format. I will be at Dundee United versus Dunfermline this weekend for our opening game. Uh, well, our home game, first home game of the season. Obviously, we opened the campaign last week with a 4-0 win. Dave, you going to be at a game this weekend?
0: No, I rush all a while this weekend. So uh, I'm working this weekend. But uh, I was at uh, our first game last weekend, uh, we got beat 2-0. So it's the first step up into you know the National League North. So hopefully we can get a bit better this weekend. Ideal.
1: Gordo, will you be following anything with interest apart from the picks?
2: Uh, I will be at uh, Glasgow Comets away at the uh playing against Aberdeen on Sunday, as will you. I uh, for, for this field. game, so uh, I'll I'll probably be scoring it from the bench, um, but yeah, uh, uh, looking forward to that. But I don't think we haven't quite got a, a, an active, um, <laughs> an active uh, bookie market on these games yet. But you know, we live in hope. Uh, once once we're on Flash Score, we'll we'll we'll, we'll gradually creep up there, and uh, maybe someday I'll be able to uh, going to say back myself. I don't go full Ivan Tony, but like you know, I'd maybe we get someone else. Bro, to there'd be rules me.
1: against that. <laughs> yeah can't be doing that batting yourself get ejected and then throwing a tantrum at the plate yeah. <laughs> yeah, look forward to it right gents well thank you very much for joining us Dave good to see you again Gordo in, the, in this format um, football's back that- in the UK isn't it wonderful uh, good luck to everyone thank you very much for listening uh, good luck with your bets this weekend and we shall see you next week happy hunting bye the Trample Bet Podcast is produced by Andy Vaughn, Gordon McLaren, and Gary Black, part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sports social.co.uk. Sports Social
0: Podcast Network.